0: The Chicago Bears and Jalen Johnson have reportedly started contract negotiations for an extension. The Bears are also reportedly unlikely to be active at the trade deadline. I'm sure some Bears fans are not going to like hearing that. And then lastly, we're going to talk about some Bears that could break out over the course of the latter half of the season. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. That being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. The first that we're going to jump into, uh, Jalen Johnson has now said that the, him and the Chicago Bears have opened up and started contract negotiations. Now, this was after Jalen Johnson said his performance was sending a message, and he talked about that he wants to be paid what he's worth, and we've talked about it. Jalen Johnson is 24 years old, and sometimes it's easy to forget that considering how long he's been in the NFL. He also uh, allows a QB rating um, you know, on, on times that he's targeted, like 33 or something like that. I think it's something like, like that. It's one of the best in the NFL. Jalen Johnson, while not a player that gets a ton of interceptions or anything like that, that the casuals, like I say, really kind of flock towards, is a damn good cornerback in the NFL. Is he a lockdown corner? You can make your uh, conversation for that or not, but he's a damn good corner when you look at what the Bears are building, right? And the fact that Jalen Johnson is only 16 months older than Tyreek Stevenson and Kyler Gordon in that as well. And you could throw into Terrell Smith in that as well. The Bears have a young cornerback core that is really starting to find their stride and their growth together. And if you have the opportunity to keep that, let them develop together, then you do that, right? And, you know, you have players that are going to be on decent contracts, controlled contracts in Terrell Smith and Tyreek Stevenson and Kyler Gordon for that matter. So if it ends up that one of those guys or a couple of the, those guys excelling away to where you feel comfortable to let Jalen Johnson go or trade him, then you can make that decision down the road. But I do think that the Bears should go ahead and extend Jalen Johnson Um, And, you know, we'll we'll see. It all comes down to what that number is. Now, I do think, and I will say this, despite what our second topic is going to be, if they can't come to an agreement on that number, I do think that Ryan Poles may listen to deals. But if he's confident that he can lock in Jalen Johnson, then I think we're going to see an extension get done and worked out. But if he's not, I'm not saying it's outside the realm of possibility that the Bears may look to move Jalen Johnson to get some value back rather than risk letting them walk for nothing. But overall, I think when you have a 24-year-old corner who plays the way that Jalen Johnson does, who has not been really utilized to the best of his abilities per the system, I look at our cornerback core and I say we have a core that really could excel in more man-style coverage, and we saw that in last week's game. And so if that continues coming up, then, you know, if it, it you know, Ryan Poles has to weigh and He knows what they're going to do with the head coach, with the defensive coordinator, whatever. He has an idea of what that's going to be. And if you bring in a change defensively, that is more suited to the, to the players that you have on this team, that I do think you can get the most out of it. So when it comes to Jalen Johnson, I'm happy to hear that him and the Chicago bears have opened up those contract extension talks. And we'll see where that goes. Now that kind of, in a way leads into our next topic. Right. And so, it came out yesterday per uh, CBS Sports, Jonathan Jones, saying that the Bears are, are expected to be uh, to uh, are unlikely to be active at the trade deadline this upcoming season. Now, I know we've had a lot of talks. You're going to see a lot, especially around the trade deadline, a lot of, you know, potential deals and all this and rumors going around the Chicago Bulls with the trade Chicago Bulls, the Chicago Bears with the trade deadline. But I do think that, you know, it makes sense when you think about the Chicago Bears not really being super active for one. We're in, uh, there's there's no ma- there's no trades that you can make to completely turn this around. And the Chicago Bears may be in a place where they're really trying to, to use the rest of the season to evaluate, not just to evaluate the players, but also to maybe evaluate, uh, you know, the, the, every, every player on the team, but also, you know, the coaching staff, what type of coach do they want to bring into this team? And, and this team has pieces. And one thing that we've talked about, and I think a lot of us are starting to realize is that, you know, while there was some doubt around the players that the Chicago Bears brought in, I think there's a lot more doubt now around the coaching staff and what the, these players that uh, that we have would look like with better coaching around them. And I think because of that, Ryan Pose is really going to take a long, hard look at evaluating the rest of this roster, evaluating, you know, that, that Justin Jones, Andrew Billings, Javon Dexter, these are players like, right, Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, Javon Dexter's snaps going way up, right? Uh, uh, Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, that linebacking core, really getting more repetitions together and maybe playing a little bit better on the second half of the season. We already talked about the secondary, right? Eddie Jackson, you know, uh, keep in mind, Eddie Jackson has another year on his contract after this season, so even though there were some rumors around Eddie Jackson, the Bears, even if they do want to move him, may feel comfortable waiting to the offseason or waiting until next year's trade deadline. So I think you really want to truly take a look at evaluating the players that you have here for the rest of the season before you just you know send out anything send out any other assets as well as like where the bears are right now they're having two wins on the season they may very well want to also really really dig deep in looking at just okay what can we really get in the, in the draft who can we really target in free agency and do those make any of the uh, the players that we have on this team look a little bit better right so that full evaluation, and I think now it could lead to a very active offseason for the Chicago Bears in both trades, free agency, and the draft. But I think that the Bears sitting out this trade deadline to a degree. I think there may be some minor moves. You just never know. But you want to hold on to your assets. You don't want to give up tons of assets either. Even though I know there were rumors around the Bears being interested in trade in, in Chase Young and being the front runners there. He's a free agent at the end of the season, so the Bears could very well wait to make their move on him. At free agency, so a lot of things with the Chicago Bears having uh, right now on pace to have the second most cap space in the league next year, as well as also having two first-round picks. The Bears may very well want to evaluate everything up and down this roster, everything up and down this coaching staff, everything up and down where they want to go and who they want to bring in and maybe just have a fairly quiet trade deadline. So keep in mind, the Bears are fairly active last year around the trade de- deadline as well. And so, you know, a lot of a lot of Bears fans now look at it and say, hey, we traded Roquan, we had didn't have a win since, and, you know, blame it on that. But I think, you know, despite everything, sending out Robert Quinn, sending out Roquan Smith, right, um, you know, trading for Chase Clayper earlier and that it wasn't a trade deadline move, but still then, I think right now, evaluation is the best best thing for the Chicago Bears to do is to really evaluate the rest of this roster and then maybe if something pops up right maybe if you can get something uh for Eddie Jackson or whatever if a, if a team makes a call but I think that it's fair to say that it's time to analyze really two and five on the season right now um th- there's not really a lot to turn that off around uh we're projected right now according to um to the football index to finish around six and ten uh, range. So, you know, even then, that's a that's a lot more wins than a lot of Bears fans were kind of expecting with where the team is right now. So right now, the Bears not necessarily looking to make a lot of big moves at the trade de- deadline makes sense. I still think players like Unique and Gakwe, the Bears should be either shopping or at least listening to offers for a player that's on a one-year deal that's probably not going to come back here, right? Deontay Foreman, what does he got? Now that, you know, we'll talk about Roshan at the end of this this thing but now that he's showed his value has that increased trade value to where you can get maybe something back right so there's still players that i think could be out on the market for the bears that they couldn't listen to offers on but i don't expect them to be uh extremely active and it kind of makes sense with where this team is like i said i know that's not going to be something a lot of bears fans want to hear right now but it really makes sense right it makes sense because you have to ask yourself and ryan Poles has to really evaluate like did I go out and get the wrong players, or do the players in Tremaine Edmonds, T.J. Edwards, you know those players that I brought in, Nate Davis, who hasn't been able to stay on the field either? Right? Um, do, are those players still players that can absolutely factor into? Our- Say goodbye Or did I make a mistake in signing those guys? Or do we just have the wrong coaching staff? And if the Bears are really focused on changing the coaching staff this upcoming offseason, then you may it makes sense that they would think, okay, maybe we'll change the system, a change the scheme, better coaches. We're going to see what I kind of envision out of these players that I brought into this team. And so you know, it, it like I said, hearing that it made complete sense to me. Uh, that the Bears aren't going to be as active at the trade deadline as maybe as what we initially thought. And so, you know, it just comes down to that. And I, I even think like moving a player like a unique Ngakwe isn't a huge move. He hasn't been hugely effective for the Chicago Bears. And we signed him as a last minute, one year deal. So that's not a huge uh, thing to change really your future of your team either. So I think that you may see a combination of both. Not highly active as far as making type of moves that are, that, change the outlook of the Bears because I just don't think there's a lot of them. There's some articles out there as well, you know, like some small rumors as far as like could the Bears make a move for Zach Allen and things like that. And while those are are trades and moves that absolutely could help the Chicago Bears, you have to ask yourself, what is it really doing for your outlook of the season so far? Is it going to change enough to change where you're going to end up being and do you even want it to be, right? Keep in mind the Bears, what they could get back in trade value if that if their pick does end up being the number one overall pick. Like, we, is that is probably can net you, even if, if you decide to move off of it, net you way more then than what you would trying to make moves to win more games now, theoretically, and then maybe mess up that draft status. So that's something to look at. Again, keep in mind, Uh, we'll see if the Bears make minor or major moves at the trade deadline. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a fairly quiet deadline. But let me know what you guys think on that down below. But all right. Let's talk about it. So I want to talk about a few Chicago Bears players that over the last couple of weeks are kind of improving and that we should probably see continue to improve as the season goes on. And the first one that I want to start with is Javon Dexter, right? When you look at his number of snaps, he's been really inconsistent. He's been up and down over the course of the season. One time play like in in week five, he played 47% of the snaps. Then he dropped down to 28.1% the following game. And then he was back up to 41% of the snaps. So I, I look at it like this, right? um right now where the Chicago Bears are as as a solid run stopping team right and so we haven't been the best pass rushing team at all so with that said like I really do think that Javon Dexter's uh, being a a benefactor of a, a, a player like Justin Jones just not playing too well right and he could as the season goes on get more and more percentage of the snaps because listen you you want to take you why not allow your young players to sink or swim right why not allow those young players those developmental reps that can help them get get them ready for next season help their push along and 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 bring along their development a little bit quicker right those are things that you want to see and so Javon Dexter being a little bit more prioritized as the season goes on is something that I do expect to happen I think he's going to thrive in that we're seeing Javon Dexter uh, he had one of the best overall grades for defensive lineman in the on the season last year in the snaps that he played so while you know that's going to of course either it's going to decrease some uh as you play more snaps just theoretically you just expect that to happen but Javon Dexter is showing hey if you invest in him he's going to show you some things and he's going to grow in a way that this team needs him to grow and he's going to be part of that Chicago Bears future so we're not be surprised to see him prioritize a little bit more as we go through uh, the season another one is Tyler Scott One thing with Chase Claypool leaving, we've seen Tyler Scott play more and more and more. He averaged 12.8 snaps per game over the first five weeks of the season. And then now you're looking at he's playing 39.5 snaps per game. Um, And so that's something that you want to see from Tyler Scott. Again, another young, promising rookie that you have. You have to make a decision on Darnell Mooney as well. So I would not be surprised to see Tyler Scott, especially as long as Tyson is in there. And we know that they have chemistry. But even without that, whenever Justin comes back or not, when it comes down to it, um, Tyler's uh playing Tyler Scott more is gonna it can't do nothing but help you really evaluate him and know what you need at that and if he's gonna be a big piece for you. So I definitely expect to see Tyler Scott a lot more for the Chicago Bears over the course of the of the last uh twelve games of the season. Twelve, right? Right? No, no, eleven games. I can count. I promise you. The last twelve games, the last eleven games of the season. So Definitely expect to see him continue to play more. How he plays, how he develops over that time is going to be keyly important for the team as well. And so really like Tyler Scott and and him playing a lot more for the Chicago Bears as it goes on. And then another one, look at Jalen Johnson. The confidence that I think Jalen Johnson is operating with now after that big game I think that you're going to see Jalen Johnson again, and it's going to be a byproduct of, I think, that overall secondary playing better together as well. Jaquan Brisker really starting to come along a lot more, looking more like what he did his rookie year. Kyler Gordon really starting to come along the last couple of weeks as well. Tyreek Stevenson. And I think Jalen Johnson is really going to be the icing on on top of all of that, right? He's he's the one who's been there the longest, four-year veteran. And I think that we're going to see Jalen Johnson continue to play better as the season goes on. And with that, as he's trying to get that big contract extension, continue sending that message towards the Chicago Bears as well. And another one that I do think uh, that we have to talk about as well, and this is one that I – it's its more of a hopeful pick as far as Bears that could play better in the second half of the season, is Cole Komet. Like, Cole Komet's game – it, it last week's game, it was, it was a lot of mixed bag for him. I want to see Cole Komet play better. He got that contract extension. And, you, you know, we're using more and more two tight end sets as well. And I think because of that, and I think this Bears team is going to simplify the offense going forward. I think we're going to go back to being a more run-heavy team. But with that said, you're going to want to go utilize your tight ends a lot more as well. And I think uh, Cole Komet could be a player that on the second half of the season really has, uh, you know, has has bigger impact games than what we've seen from him so far. And the same thing with Tremaine Edmonds, right? Tremaine Edmonds, who, you know, it's it's he's gotten a lot of tackles. And I and I don't want to knock him for that, but it really the impact plays that we were hoping to see from him, and especially in coverage and what he showed in coverage last year in his last season in Buffalo, haven't really seen that consistently here. So hope hoping to see that a little bit more as well. But like I said, better play from the secondary overall as a unit in the second half of the season. I think that offensive line and Tevin Jenkins, who Tevin Jenkins, shout out to him for allowing no pressures, clean sheet for him in last week's game. I think we're going to see that continue to uh, to grade out for him as well. And so. When you're looking at, you know, the, the young players on that defense, Jaquan Brisker, a PFF grade of 84.9 last e- last week. I think that's going to be huge for him. Javon Dexter, like we said, posting one of the best defensive lineman grades on the season at 71.3 last, uh, last week. Kyler Gordon won another 71.3. So we're starting to see those players go in the right direction. I think as long as that continues, we're going to see that development. I think we're going to see signs of improvement this season. Don't know if it was always going to get to wins. We're going to see some individual signs of improvement for quite a few players on the offense and defensive side last uh over the course of the last half of the season. So Darren and Evans as well. Shout out to Darren and Evans in the game that he was able to have last week. So, you know, continue. I'd love to see it. Um, and and we'll see how it continues to grow and how this team continues to play and how the game plan this week for the Chargers, because that's gonna be a big test for the Chicago Bears on prime time. Late game, we're gonna be operating with. So post-game show is gonna be up very late on that one. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bear Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform that we're on. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearCentral@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I liked in every episode on Chi Town Up but Bear Down, Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.